Dan Zestremski, host of the Ringer Gambling Show. You want to join my buddy, Joe House, and I every Tuesday and Friday. We break down all the lines, the leans, totals, props, and so much more for the NBA playoff action. And JJ, you never know when the pod father himself, Bill Simmons, is going to stop in. Plus, we are dropping special episodes in the feed around all the big events. We have some major golf coming up, JJ. You want to get in on all of it. So whether you fancy yourself as a sharp or someone who likes to just throw a few shekels down, get on the action with the Ringer Gambling Show on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on Cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All right, it is Thursday morning. It's 7.05 Central Standard Time, the most important time zone in America. Anybody who uses Eastern, besides Mike, our producer, I don't really trust. So I've said that for years. Um, Didn't you use Eastern for the majority of your life? Never. I was always a Central man. I was always always a standout. Went Central. Uh, They never knew what was going on. Um, (laughs) So fun, fun weekend for us. We're going to the, which here, by the way, big plug. We're going to the Fenway Card Show. Make sure you Google it, check it out. Get up there. We actually have a couple extra free tickets, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, if you won some of the free tickets, by the way, in the Facebook group, you have to create that MLB ballpark account, and then I just email them to you. But uh, I actually got them today. Chris sent them over. So big night trade, big night sports cards, breaks. Those guys are the ones throwing the show. We'll be there on Saturday. I don't think we're going Sunday. Um, that has been my morning, by the way. I got up super early to start packing my three-row uh-huh. Zion case with as much stuff as I could bring to sell that will still fit on my backpack. I don't understand. Like, I thought we were going to be, what are we going to have a place to sell it? I mean, that's fine. I, that'd be great. Just sell out of the backpack. Yeah. I have my, Oh, I'm going to have my walk around case. That's what you, you look great. When you're people have said this, you look great when you're carrying that little small case. Oh, I, it looks like a child holding. It's perfect. Uh, and this is the little one. I'm not bringing the big one. Cause I thought I'd take it easy on you. Yeah, it looks like a child's case when I'm holding it. Um, but then for people who don't know, I can just be like, no, that's my security. I'm like, oh, God, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And then when they talk to me, they realize, oh, yeah, he must be security. He doesn't know what he's doing. So that makes sense. He looks cowardly. Is that <laughs> There's something on your security member's lip. If you haven't met Jesse, by the way, the facial hair game is as strong as I've ever seen. I don't want to brag so. about it, but I thought about shaving it before going to this because I was like, it's definitely a detractor. But I said to myself, no, 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 Jesse. Yep. People will accept it eventually. Um, I am going to be wearing my baseball hat, 
So that is neat. No logo. That's right. However, we, ha- we have a couple free things to give away. I don't have a ton of stuff though. I had. I was gonna. The, what are rules about wearing another club? Like, like if I wore a Cubs hat, is that? Dude, you can wear. In two thousand two, it would have been a problem. In two thousand twenty two, okay. nobody cares. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. The majority of people in Boston have given up. Like we, we <laughs> Just love on everything, the, or no, we or, love the Red Sox, but like it's okay. not a rivalry. I've told you this before; it's not a rivalry. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is going to be a quick show, by the way. I've got to catch a flight, and like always, I got my timing wrong. So, <laughs> that's, um, that's right. Show prep. I did want to talk. We're going to kind of make it a card show. Show. Oh, fancy! Like, like if you're not going to be there, we want to tell you all the reasons why you're bad and why all the great stuff you're missing out on. Next time, you should be there. And let me just say, I've heard some other podcasts, even late last night and a couple this morning on The Ringer, talking about the NBA playoffs. Uh-huh. The takes are too watered down. Marcus Smart does not. I know we're not a sports show. So just if that's your criticism, it's seven. I don't want to hear it. Shut up. <laughs> Is there a live audience here? Dude, Marcus Smart does not need to be the one handling the ball in the two most critical possessions of the game. I'm sorry. Tatum was on a roll. Jalen Brown was was rolling. Both of those guys. Give it to either one of those two. And how about a defensive rebound on a missed free throw? Like, what are we doing? I don't, yeah. I also don't need you to comment on this because I'm emotionally invested and it'll just make me. I'm not me saying angry. anything. I'm just agreeing with you. Go ahead. You yeah. said too much. Error. No, I was <laughs> irritated about that. I don't have a great feeling. The numbers are not in the Celtics' favorite favor at this point. I'm going to go ahead and guess. I hope I'm, I hope I'm terribly wrong. I'm going to guess it gets closed out uh, Friday night in Milwaukee. If not, Ooh. the Sunday night would be game seven in Boston. I'm rooting for Boston the whole way. I at least want them to win game six because I have decided I'm taking the majority of my Tatums to Boston. Like that's oh. going in my box, like stuff to bring to, to try to sell the vendors, to try to hawk, as it were. That'd be a big day for selling at the show. Could be. If they win the night before and they're going to a game seven the next day. Yeah. I just think like it's time to cash out. I'm bringing that. I'm bringing the big Jama rant card. Grizzlies. Wait, are, you, you're, are you still selling even if they lose? Depending on the price, because again, you got to take into account now local market. Will guys still pay? I think even if they lose Friday night, it's not going to matter for me because I got in at such a good price on all this stuff on Tatum. Okay. The John ja Morant, I'll lose money on if they get eliminated, uh, eliminated, eliminated, as your daughter used to say. I Don't think you that was her. It. Yeah, I think she did. So yeah, I'm at the point now. I'm kind of deciding like which guys to take and who who to sell. So Tatum's on my sell list because it's a Boston show. Okay. I have some Giannis stuff, although I'm going to ask just absolute top dollar because I think they're going to keep going. But I have noticed a little bit of bump in his price. So, okay, I'll take a shot. Like if somebody wants to pay top dollar, I'm in. Um, I actually found a couple. I forgot I had two Prism 10 PSA 10 Jokers. Uh, Prism nice rookies. To just forget about nice cards. Yeah, it must be nice to lose $32,000 <laughs> in the last two days in the stock market. So, um, we'll talk uh, about that in a minute. We're, no, we are not. We're going to big show about gonna that. We're going to make people sad. I'm making myself. Actually, I'm not sad. I just I found it funny. Um, it is. Funny. I'm up nine hundred dollars today. Nine twenty four. So you're doing it. Here, here's looking up. Um, <laughs> the Joker stuff again. We talked about last show. I don't think there's a huge price bump. I, we almost never see it. We haven't seen it with his numbers, by the way. If you look, um, but some people may get a little bit hyped because he just won an MVP. I'm mm. not a long term hold on Joker because I just don't care about him. He's not somebody I, I collect. I'll bring him. Um. I'm not bringing a lot of football. I've got a, re- again, hometown crowd. I've got a really nice Mac Jones flawless patch auto. I'm going to bring that and see if that sells. Um, I've got a bunch of and Desmond it, Bain. Where do you stand on your Brady collection right now? There's That's still, I notice, I mean, I, I think we all know he's fallen off 
quite a bit from the retirement news. Oh, but. I view him like I view my stock investments. I don't even look. I, I don't care. I'm not moving them, so it doesn't matter. And <laughs> I'm and I'm and I'm five layup. seconds before when you just looked at your stock investments. Oh yeah, but I'm not selling it. Like you could say, hey, your your Brady collection's down 38 percent in the last two days. Wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. If anything, if I saw something dramatic and things were accessible, I would buy another card. I have in the budget to buy, to do a little bit of buying up there because I'm very curious. This actually does tie in. Well, let me finish this first thought, actually. Go. The rest of the stuff is honestly just relevant NBA stuff, not even big stars. I've got some Maxi stuff. I've got some Hardens. I have a couple other small Giannis cards. Anything NBA related, I'm just like, hey, it's the playoffs. I'll bring it. We'll see. Most of the time at these shows, you and I end up just talking and taking pictures and ripping stuff for free and having fun. Yep. But if there is any actual business to be done, so that is half of the box that I'm bringing. Like, hey, stuff to sell, whatever. I even brought a couple old bird rookies I have. I, I like to keep the high PSA grades. I've got some BVG grades I don't care about. I'll bring those. That is two-thirds of what I'm bringing. I'm looking to sell. The other third is stuff that I would only trade for a bigger PC card. Oh, okay. I cannot stress this enough. And I used to it used to frustrate me when I'd see posts. Guys would have 20 cards that I really wanted, like Brady's and Birds or whatever. But they'd be like, I'm only trading, I'm not selling. So I was like, dude, just sell it and go buy what you want. It has become so hard to buy really high-end premium cards of Brady, Bird, Russell, Griffey that I don't, I honestly, I don't sell them anymore. I just want to trade up if I'm trading those cards. Like I want a PC card back for them. So, like you and, saw this when we were in Atlanta, I traded the yeah. Brady Auto, which was worth like three or four grand. Which, by the way, I paid eight hundred bucks for. So I, I had had it for years. Yeah, I traded that for the Bird Triple Auto Rookie, PC for PC. I'm good trading that, but I, I don't like now, to sell PC stuff anymore. Typically, would you say that you get a little more value as far as uh, what your card, the card you're going after, when you're doing a trade versus if you paid in cash? Like, um, yeah, I go. So, here, so here's a rule. I mean, I am going to the show. And and let's let's use a just an average a normal an average person your average show attendee. If you are looking to buy a card from a dealer at a show, you're probably going to pay full price, right? Full market. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to trade up into a card, so I have a four thousand dollar card, I want to trade it for this five thousand dollar card. You're probably going to have to add like twelve hundred cash. Like I just assume there is a dealer and a table premium. I'm okay with it within reason. If somebody has a really nice and unique Brady, Griffey, Bird, Ted Williams, whatever that I want, and it normally is a $900 card, but it doesn't come up much, and at the show, they're like, hey, I, I know it's $900, it's, it's 1000 bucks cash. I'm okay paying a bit of an upcharge. I struggle when there's idiots trying to sell Luca Prisms for $475 when it's a $400 card. It's everywhere. I don't need to get that at a show. I'm not paying a premium for normal crap. But I do expect to pay a, pay top dollar from a dealer. I expect to get less than top dollar for stuff I'm selling him, you know, which is why I never you never see me sell at shows as a as an attendee because I'm never willing to take less than that. I mean, I'll take ninety percent, but there's no reason really for me to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but you've seen it too. We easy for us to say because I get we get preferential treatment a little bit. Most people know who we are, you know, know the brand a little bit, so it's like, hey, you know, we'll kind of make a piece of content about it. We'll have fun with it. And yeah. so we'll get full dollar, which is cool. But that is not the norm. If if we were just, you know, normal, it would be like, hey, dealer gets a bit of a premium here. So like if I if you have like a thousand dollar card though, and you want a two thousand dollar card, just to be clear, eleven hundred maybe. I'm kicking you're, in. You're kicking in eleven hundred. A little extra. Okay. Yeah, you're kicking in, especially if you're trading up. Yeah, okay. like and and another thing, if I'm trading ten one hundred dollar cards to get a thousand dollar card. 
I'm probably going to have to give up 1200 bucks in value because that person now has to sell 10 cards. So gotcha. a couple of other things too. I know we've talked about some of this before too. This is still my go-to trick. Jesse has seen this at every table we go to just about. I always find one very common card that is consistent with comps. Mm. Again, we'll stick with the Luca for now. Somebody has a Luca PSA 10 Prism, I always ask the price. I have no interest in buying it, but it tells me at least right off the top, is this person living in reality or is their head shoved up the <laughs> sand clouds? Where would it be? The sand oh. clouds. Thank Sands you. Those are real. Okay. It's not in the sand. It's not up in the clouds. It's a sand no. cloud. <laughs> and I do that at every table because, again, if somebody's like, hey, I'm at... Now, if they tell me on a $400 card, you know, I'm at like 425 ish Okay, I've got a guy who's looking for top dollar, but he's he's in the ballpark. Okay. If it says 500 and dealers make this mistake, and it's the old jewelry store mistake that I've never understood. Like, you know, it's 500 bucks, but I'm willing to work. You've already started at like a horrible, like there is not really a lot of work to be done. You, yeah. You're stupid. It's a, and it, I call it the jewelry store thing. I just bought a, a, a somewhat decent watch a couple months ago. Same thing. How much is this watch? Oh, it's X amount of dollars, but it's a Monday, 38% off for that. My wife has a sister, 15% off. Like, they come up with these useless numbers. That's the same way some of these car guys do it at card shows. Like, yeah. I, I just encourage guys, even if you are willing to negotiate, keep your stuff reasonable because it scares people off. I think they feel like when they tell me the Luca's 500, but I'll cut you a deal, kid, and come down to 425. People are so in tune with comps now and with the market. You're not fooling anybody. I think that used to work, though. What about it that picture anymore. going around? Like, I, th I think I saw it on the Facebook group recently, too, um, where it's like, you know, if you like something, buy it. If you're interested, ask, oh but don't God. talk to me about comps or something. I wouldn't talk to that guy about anything then. I would talk to that guy about why his parents are disappointed in him as an adult. <laughs> I've, I've seen that a number of times now. Other people are using that. The dumbest thing in the world. Because people ask, too. I think this was a uh, mailbag question, by the way. And yes, just for the record, this is going to be a card show heavy talk. That's that's all we're doing here. I'm sorry. If you don't like it, just this is not your episode. Um, <laughs> but still it listen. Is, it is fun. fine. I would I would encourage you, by the way, this is why Card Ladder to me is the best at this. You get in these card shows, there's 90 billion people in three square inches. This one's in the downtown, you know, in the back bay of Boston. I'm guessing the Wi-Fi is going to be a joke. The card ladder app, that sales history works super quick and it runs right through their app. It works. Oh, and the center stage. And center app. stage. That's the other yeah. one. Yeah. If you've got iOS or something, it's not on Android yet, but on iOS, yep. it's super, especially for really bad internet. And I fully plan on using Mike's phone a couple times for this since I'm an Android man. Uh, but it's so fast to just pull up a price on a card. Like, just Do you scan think it you'd be a up. better father if you were an iOS man? Are you kidding me? I would be would a be. robot. So. No, wrong. Um, it is true, though. So when it comes to any of that stuff, I just encourage guys, be ready ahead of time. Like, have Center Stage downloaded. And no, it's not going to identify every single random crazy insert, but it gives you a decent idea right off the bat by scanning over people's table, and you can do it pretty discreetly. And then Card Ladder I like because you go right to sales history, and it brings comps from all the platforms. But... Somebody, and I'm, I guarantee it was asked at least once or twice today in the card. I, I deleted one of them because it was already there. Um, you know, what's your stance? What's the etiquette, I think the person asked? Etiquette on card show comping. I mean, I want to find it now. Like I, when you say oh, that, yeah. like, Kyle, do you stand to the side? Do you wait? Yeah, here, like, here you go. Kyle Reed, I like his wording. What's etiquette of whipping out your phone and checking comps at someone's table? I would say <laughs> this. As much as possible, just be a normal human. Just have your phone out. 
have the site ready, have card ladder or whatever you're using pulled up and ready to go. Because it is weird when you're hovering over someone's table, this big, you know, you're swinging around your useless arm. You got to pull out your phone. Oh, let me put in my passcode. You know, just be prepared to do this. But there is nothing wrong with taking like a half a step to the side and comping cards. If guys get upset with you for comping a card in front of them, just walk. They're a donkey. Like Shrek would be their best friend in the world. I guarantee. Oh, that's a good reference. And Solid. they wouldn't even be talking donkeys. Just straight up mutes. But check uh, it. And I'm not now I, I don't check it to say though, like, don't do this. Hey, the card's doing hundred bucks. It's on eBay, you know, 15% less, same money to you. I'll give you 85 bucks. Comp it so you have an idea what it's worth and then try to negotiate. So okay, reasonable. I, I don't want to feel like bad because that is my big thing, especially for new guys. I think going to these card shows is I don't feel comfortable, especially after the first card show getting taken advantage of. Um, I don't you feel did. comfortable at all not looking first before I buy something. This even if I even if it's someone I know, like I feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. Um, You're a in, mark. That's for I sure. Am. You are I am a mark. Hundred percent a mark. Yep. People see me coming a mile away, literally and, and just, physically. It's true. Fair You're enough. Taller um, than me. But yeah, I just I in in to no no fault to these guys. Sometimes they think that's what the value is, and then if I had just double checked to be like, oh wait, this has dropped in the last few days. Like yeah, that's what it was, but it's not that anymore. So I still encourage you, even if like the guy seems super friendly, you know, maybe just double check before you lay down some money. Always. Uh, yeah. Remember, remember a great example that was the comic book dude we were going to buy from in Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Perfect oh. example of someone who doesn't want to look at comps and gets irritated when we did look at comps and then didn't want to negotiate. If you are not comp conscious and you have no business, and like no interest in negotiating at all, you're not going to do well at a show. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been doing shows for 25 years, more than that. Even as a kid, I always did pretty well at shows because I had people want to make money and everybody wants to feel like How'd they at least- do it back then, by the way? I used to bring my dad. I go every other. I set up at a card show every other weekend, just about at the flea market, which was a big card hub when I was a kid mm -hmm. in in Derry, New Hampshire. Always. But like, how did you know pricing on cards? Did you bring back like then, a Beckett magazine or so something? Back then, you had Beckett. Yep. Interesting. I I do remember the time when I was younger, collecting like had a having a Beckett magazine. In fact, what's funny is I just remembered recently, and I tried to find it in my sales history. One of the first things I ever did on eBay was sell like a McNair card like a titans card way good old early that. 2000s <laughs> i don't know yeah that probably here's another thing investment. you don't see it as much anymore but a few years ago you would still see it you'd go to tables and guys would have their stuff and it would have two prices and it would see bv like book value 100 and then their price underneath it like some of that stuff you can find some steals because there are some guys who are still living in the 90s where they're looking at book values but a certain player is hot so he's selling for two times the book value because nobody actually cares about book value I, I another thing I would encourage you to do, and I'm just been too lazy to do this as of right now. Baseball prospecting when it's in season is one of the easiest ways. If if you're researched, like hey, because that is always I've always said the most volatile market. So you go to a card show. Again, a lot of card show guys set up every single weekend. We know people who do this. Some guys just don't have time week to week to comp every card. So they will have a prospect who was hitting 200 in single A ball who three days ago hit two home runs and got promoted, that $200 card is now worth $400 and nobody... If, you, if you're on Facebook and in these groups, you always see in these mail day groups where they're showing off their hits. It's mm -hmm. like, dude, went to a card show, guy had adjusted pricing. 
be aware of that as well. Guys who are doing things right now, guys who have had a hot start or, or guys who have come out of nowhere, you'll find those dollar, you know, cards in the dollar box that are worth 15 bucks now because, again, the guys having a, Nolan Arenado is a good example of that. Having a killer start to the season, have mm-hmm. people adjusted to his pricing. So that's so, the flip side of it then, too, is like if you're if I'm selling something, know what I'm selling, too. Don't just trust that. I know just because I put the price on it a couple of days ago. Yep. I, I know like you were usually pretty good about this last card show. I think like we were busy and you didn't have time to really comp anything out. And I remember you saying at the end, like you wish you had because it was well, and it was kind of like a pain, too, because then well, the if mint, you nobody walk was away. Buying. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I was even actually the national. I was even thinking about the mint. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. But, national. Yep. Yeah. This year will be right if we do any selling at all to national. We're there more to promote business. But yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think that is definitely a big help. Um, okay, real quick. I, I got to talk about some of these new releases very fast. Then we got to do a couple mailbag and then we're done. By the way, is your wife coming to this show? What is uh, she doing? She's coming to there? Boston. I don't know, because like my brother, father, and uncle are coming, and Russ's wife and kid are coming. So I, oh, they're I coming to the show? Yeah, they're coming to the show oh, at least. Cool. I figured we'd like get lunch or something Saturday. Um, oh, nice. Biggest card I've ever personally seen pulled was ha- happened yesterday on our app, which was perfect timing for the app. Thank you for that. I feel like Eddie, that was a real wa- awkward segue. It but, was, but I don't care. Okay. New product. Okay. <laughs> so 2021 Topps Dynasty F1 released yesterday. It's the second year. He pulled the Le- Charles Leclerc. Oh, Never heard of the kid. Yeah. Apparently, he is the hottest driver right now. He's not the GOAT like Hamilton or Verstappen. But apparently, right now, he's like number one in the standings, or at least was before the Miami race. Absolutely killing it. And that zipper patch. Eddie pulled the one-of-one one jumbo zipper patch. Now, to put in perspective, last year, the 101 was a dual the dual window, so they were smaller patches, and quite frankly, they were not that great. I think that card sold for like seventy five to 80,000. 80.1, 80. I believe. And he was nowhere near as good as he is now. Again, I'm only basing this on the guys I actually spoke to who are F1 fans. I've never watched a minute of a race. I, I don't care. So the I said to them- is, I think that card recently sold at 80.1. So it's Oh, like really? A, I thought it was yeah. a month ago. I guess maybe he's done better since then. Yeah, I thought he just sold like a couple weeks ago oh, because literally okay. Max put put up a post on Instagram that eighty point one thousand dollar card. He put that up the day before Eddie pulled this card. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so you're talking only a couple weeks ago, yeah. and it happened on eBay, which is a weird choice for a card that big. Yeah, I was yeah curious. I would I would absolutely that. go to Golden with that card. Like if, oh, 100%. if I don't know if John's even selling at the guy who pulled it, but again, dual patch compared to the card Eddie pulled it, it looks plain eddie pulled the jumbo patch with a it's like five colors and it has the zipper in the middle i th- everybody i talked to yesterday i shouldn't say that, the majority think that's a six-figure card which would be insane and especially because again he's off to such a hot start yeah they thought it maybe even more than like 150 to 200 i don't know if that's realistic or not i have no clue but i after talking to these guys i think it's a hundred thousand dollar card so that's insane it's yeah. getting flown out here by the way eddie's guy nick is bringing that He's flying out to Nashville? Yep, next weekend. That's hilarious. I think we should um, actually do some content when the guy gets the card because they're meeting in Nashville. Is that a normal thing, like someone to fly out when I think most a really people would ship it, card? but Eddie was like, dude, I'm not shipping this card. Like, I'm I'm flying it with a guy to make sure it gets there. Eddie's great. That's, he takes care of his people. Though. He talked to John. Like, we all reached out to him as soon as it happened. It's insane. Not the, the other thing that was cool, I think still John is far and away the biggest spender on the app, so I was actually happy to see him get, like, the biggest hit on the app so far. Yeah, what a, I, that pretty is ridiculous. Really cool. So, so if you guys want to also be big brother. hitters, go over to the Card Shop Live app, download it. Thank you. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yep, it was a good, good. That was a good segue. <laughs> um, the other thing I've noticed again, new product this week: Crown Royal from Panini. 
I love Crown. That's I said this. Really cool product, by the way. I've been watching a lot of guys rip that. I really like that product. I think it is one of the most unique. Like if you don't know anything about cards and I put five products in front of you, I yeah. think that is one of the most visually appealing products you'll find. I think no, I 100 percent agree. And the fact that there's so many of the die cut cards in there too, which yep. I've always really liked. I know those are those are typically harder to grade though, right? Yeah, super hard. Yep. But they're worth but but the other big thing is the silhouette patch autos, crazy money, and the mm -hmm. kabooms. So like there's only been a couple of sales. Uh so these were all yesterday. Jalen Suggs sold for thirteen hundred and fifteen hundred dollars. I saw a guy pull a Cade Cunningham. That means Cade's gotta be twenty five to thirty five hundred. Scotty Barnes up there as well for just rock a boom cards. The chase is stupid. Like I I do love the fact that this product you have the chase of non autos, like the case hit kaboom type stuff, and of um the patch autos. Because those silhouettes, oh, yeah. those especially the primes. I like that product. Um, Absolutely. Anyways, um, that dropped yesterday. Topps Tribute dropped yesterday as well. I'll be honest, and I, I got three boxes here. I don't love it this year. Why? I, it, it's a little, I don't know. It, I know it's always watered down. I'm probably overemphasizing this a little, but the stuff that I saw yesterday, it was like a lot of like, if you have a, a jersey card that's autographed and it's numbered to 10, it should be multicolor. That irritates me when there's okay, yeah. When there's like a jumbo patch numbered to ten, and it's like a napkin. I, I do. I'm just like, dude, on the low numbered stuff, put a nice patch in. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's even physically possible all the time, but in my head it is. In my head, I'm six feet tall, and everybody's <laughs> getting three colored jerseys. I'm ninety five percent sure. When you say napkin, that that just means like completely white or something like that, yeah, or just one can, solid color. Just one solid color, and it okay. it does it it affects the value so much, and it also just affects the appeal. Like if you yeah. like Eddie pulled the Mac Jones RPA the other day, true mm -hmm. RPA out of ninety nine, which is like twenty five to thirty grand. It's five colors. Yeah, it's insane. But I saw a bunch of other ones that were one color, and same thing. I was like, on the true RPA. There should not be anything less. Like the worst patch should be a 50-50 split in half two-color patch. That should be right. like the garbage patch. Well, you think they do that on purpose, though, just to make it where some of them are more valuable than another one? Like It's to possible. Distinct. I, yeah. I That's the only reason I can think of because I thought the exact same thing, even if it's like a Warriors uniform where it is like, you know, majority white or something like that. I would. You, they could easily cut in some other patches, you would think, but... I don't know. I guess they have to do it and to make something look better than another card. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. That's where I'm at. So I think that's it for card stuff. Um, if you're at the show, make sure if you haven't got your tickets, make sure uh, Fenway card show. You can look it up. Uh, it pops right up. It's 20 bucks a day. Um, there's going to be some entertainment and stuff there, too. Like Big Night's doing a whole big thing. It's going to be awesome. So make sure you check that out. If you're going, make sure you hit us up on social. Let us know. Aren't there players and, possibly going to be? I there? think there's possibly some players. You're going to. And here's the deal. I'm not going solo. So it's a lot easier to find us. Jesse will be with me. He's the guy who will be standing next to me who's a foot and a half taller. So it'll um, be a fun show. We'll have a good time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got 
a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right, let's bang out. I got like a few minutes left. Let's bang all out right. a couple of these mailbags. All right, all right, all right. Um, my first question way, is you to you. What? No, please go. We never talked about the Grizzlies win without Morant, like that dominating it's the, win. It's in the mailbag. I screened the questions. Don't you worry about it. I've looked over a couple things. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and do this one then. Ben Nguyen. That's Dr. Janice, B, by the way. Dr. B. Janice, so hot right now. Um, if you think they are winning the series. And then a title, which if they beat Boston, they're winning the title. I am now convinced of that. I'm 50-50 on whether they're beating the Celtics, but I think they are, sadly. He's killing it, man. Best player okay. on the planet. He is dominant. I would love to see his free throw shooting be a tiny bit better, but the dude made a clutch free throw with a busted eye last night, and then they got a rebound, so good for him. All right, so let's go ahead to another NBA playoff game. Mark Krulikowski? Uh, why are the Grizzlies better without Jaw? This is a weird question, and it's not entirely without fact. Yeah, I mean... They look great the game before as well. Like, I don't think people realize how close it is that this could be 3-2 Grizzlies instead of Warriors right now. I don't know. I also see Jaw just totally carry them and, and play unbelievable, like he did against, you know, against uh, Minnesota first round. Like, he carried them, mm -hmm. especially late in the fourth. He took over. He won but they do play really well without him at times. I, I don't know if it's a if it's a symptom that they are just that they're a better team without him or that the classic the Warriors come in, other teams missing their superstar, we're going to roll and yeah. you're not mentally prepared. I, I don't know how factual it is though because again the Warriors are a are a seasoned team, but it is interesting. Either way, Mark, I would love them to win one more game so I could sell some big jock cards or my one big jock card. Uh, Johnny F wants to know common mistakes you see from rookie vendors. Yeah, this kind of ties in with some of our early talk. Like, ha have your if you're a vendor, so you're set up to sell, have your stuff. And I never do this, by the way, because I'm useless. Have your stuff <laughs> plainly marked. How 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 much is it? Nobody wants to wait around for you as a vendor to comp a card. So have pricing in mind. 
be reasonable on price, and make sure you have a sign somewhere on the table that says you're buying as well. Because forget selling at a show. If you can buy at a show at a discount, that is as beneficial as selling. All right. So Mark Rapala wants to know common mistakes you see from new people going to their first card show. You know, one thing we didn't talk about, because we already mentioned some of these, payment options. Have cash, oh, PayPal. I've told, I've, again, I always rely is, on you for my cash because I never have any. Fun. I, not, I'm kidding. Not I'm like kidding. You, I don't pay back. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I, I, I consider myself <laughs> the uncle that's raising your daughter. I oh agree. I think God. it's fair. Um, Mike agrees, oh. too. He just shook his head. Um, <laughs> he didn't say his camera's off. Mike's like, dude, it's, I got up at 8 o'clock. Just like, do your just show. End. Do your just show and be done. In addition to what we talked about earlier, I not new, but I do think it's important. Have cash. PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, like have multiple means to pay. Um, and if you, and especially if you're going PC hunt, if you're looking for a card that you just want to keep, don't be overly strict on price. Like don't lose out on a card you're going to keep forever over 50 bucks. Buy the stupid card. And those honestly, are my two things. From someone who has uh, gotten burned a couple of times, I think you'd get a little bit better deal when you're dealing with cash. Like if you do Absolutely. have cash. No question. This is a card or something? Yeah. And sure. don't be afraid to negotiate. Like, oh, hey, that card's yeah. 100 bucks. I'll take it. No, you know what? I'll give you 90 bucks. Don't be afraid to negotiate. So. And be be okay with walking away, too. That, Absolutely. Yep. That was, yeah. Um, Tyler Rodriguez. I saw this saw, one, yep. Saw the new YouTube video with SGC reveal. You didn't look pleased with the nines. Yep. We were at Nash Cards, by the way. Went to Nash Cards, got a big order in. He basically was asking, would I sell them raw? Because I'm never pleased with a card that's not gem mint because I inspect almost all those myself. And I have a pretty good eye. I did I did pretty bad on this last order, though. I was actually less percentage of gems than normal. I would not consider selling them raw. Nope. If I've got a card slab that's nine or higher, I still think at least it ensures that the buyer is getting a mint condition card. So yeah. although it doesn't help me as much financially, like it's not a 10, I'm still going to keep it in the holder and sell it as a nine. I said change even recently because i feel like when i first started learning more about this nines were still considered you know decent and an eight would be considered closer to they were and in some stuff it is but like we were grading like some cheaper ultra modern stuff to try to just make a little bit of money for the capital nonsense part on youtube so this is not the type of stuff that a nine's really helping it maybe that harden we've got a harden that's numbered to eight i would assume a nine there's outsells a raw by a little bit but not a ton okay um eric my money please heading to my first card show and it's a big one at the toronto sports card expo we just heard from jeremy how big those card shows are right now yep um if i bring my zion backpack should i expect to maybe trade with dealers or other patrons how does that typically go yeah so i always just try to either i carry the case or i have jesse and i make sure people see us carrying something so that they know and if there is a card i'm looking for and i've got stuff hey can i trade you for it instead Absolutely. Be vocal. at Most guys are pretty willing to like wheel and deal. So yeah, bring your stuff for sure. My favorite question, by the way, is the next one. Brian Christian. Brian Christian. I would like on three. Fight, yep. George Costanza or Michael Scott. On three, we're going to say our answer. Like, like one, two, three, say it. Not one, two. One, two, three. Costanza. Michael Scott. It's not close. This is why you're wrong. No, here's the thing. George has angry little man New York syndrome. Scott lives in a fantasy world. Have I watched you Pam. ever seen what happened when he burned his foot? He had passion. He was angry. I and that was just Pam. a little pain. I watched Pam slap him in the face. He literally cried. I watched him and Dwight getting in a tickle match that was supposed to be a karate match. <laughs> Fail. Dwight punched him in the stomach. See, this is, imper- this is how screening Have the... 
This is how screening the questions makes a difference. No. I saw Dwight Schrute punch him in the stomach. Michael doubled over in pain. Costanza, did you see him in the movie theater when he was opposite? He was going to take both those big thugs out back. Costanza was, wins this. That was opposite day, exactly Costanza what you said. wins this. Wrong again. He runs away. down. He would run away. Not even that's close. That's exactly what would happen. Eric, my money, please also wants to know. I don't care about No, we're not going to have Pokemon guys on. Uh, no. Get someone to do, do Pokemon on. Absolutely not. I think if there was like a real hot interest or an interesting story, we could do something. But yeah, at this, being that there's not anything right now, it's just our audience is not as interested. Um, but they are on the app. So come on over and check them out there. Brian Bulaga. Uh, what are some secrets you're not allowed to share with us? And why is it a secret? Ooh, I once open mouth kissed a horse, but that's a different. <laughs> what? No, no, I, he, I think he meant you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You wouldn't understand. That's you it. wouldn't. That's it. I mean, <laughs> no that secrets? is. You don't want to share a secret or. So the only other question here we haven't discussed, Steven Ortiz, what kind of cards are you looking for in the show? I'm looking for a nice PC card. I would still like to find an autographed Bill Russell rookie or a Jim Brown autograph rookie. Something like that. That that though isn't the less we had uh, what about the one about what's Bill Simmons like when he's angry? Yeah. You've you've seen him a little irritated with you. He doesn't actually well, we've I guess we've never actually I, seen it's him. It's a text angry. message, so I don't know. That's true. <laughs> I got a text message after like three months of doing this, and it was like, this is like last season or something when they were going to trade him. It was like, a, apparently it was like this hot topic, and I was like, this is kind of dumb. I, I just didn't care. And so uh-huh. we didn't talk about it. Oh, and the other one was the Fanatics news when Fanatics got all yeah. the deals. We started off with like an NBA topic because I was like, well, we got to <laughs> make sure we talk sports on the ringer. And then we had that second. His message was literally just like, the one day of year of the year, sports cards is the biggest story in the country. And you totally blow it or something like that. I was like, okay. And we're not, fr- I've never met it was the guy. So good. I wouldn't call I would us, say you're I wouldn't call friends. us, I wouldn't call us peers by any means. He is clearly a boss slash owner of a company. And I am a, we are the smallest little guys here. So when he says stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, it was the most, but then he was chill I, afterwards. I but. disagree. I think you guys are acquaintances to working your way to friends. But when you get that kind of a text from a boss, it was like, oh, this might be a real thing. You're not so. used to that. You've never really had a boss in the last decade or so. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Oh, well. Nice. We'll get fired soon. We won't have to worry about that much longer. <laughs> Are we doing that again? We haven't done. You know what? We probably should. Because last time we did it, we got renewed. So yep. we need to keep up with our fire we'll, jokes. We'll start up in October. <laughs> yeah. The year's almost out. Um, all right. Anything else you wanted to talk about? The last to question's for you. You didn't, wanna, you didn't want to answer that? Last question I haven't for you? seen the movie. Hey, there's your answer. Uh, Justin so, blew me off to have family day the other day, like an idiot. Okay, last weekend I did all app stuff. This weekend you are going to be with your family in Boston. I am going solo. My, you live with your family. I see mine twice a year. Don't don't what? try to wear my shoes. Uh, I'm talking about my immediate <laughs> family, bro. Pay By more the attention. Way, what? Um, this is going to be exciting. So the your dad, brother, uncle are all coming to the show. I think the whole GSFE clan is coming. There'll be a bunch of short guys making jokes. And, and Russ's like family, like his uh, kid and wife. I don't know if his wife and kid are coming to the show or if they're like I don't. I don't really know how it's going to work. Are they going to come and hang out at the show, or they're just going to go like walk downtown with Hannah and do that, or no clue. We'll see. We're going to go catch up with them afterward. Is that the plan? I'm going to get some food with them Saturday at some point. Just at some point. Okay. But yeah, cool. I don't know. That's about as much as we plan in this family. So, <laughs> by the way, on the flight back, can we all agree that Hannah gets middle seat? 
Like, oh, I don't want to. No, you think we're sitting? Mm. What are we not sitting together? Where are you sitting? I figured me and my wife would sit together, and you could. There's not a two row; it's a three row. Right. There's not always full flight. You usually have the middle buffer. Oh, that no. If there is, then yeah. But I, you will I'm have your doubting. buffer seat anyways. No, I don't want. I don't do that unless I have to do it. I'm not getting a buffer seat. Oh. Like, unless I, I don't want to get the buffer seat and then not need a buffer seat. You know what I mean? We'll talk about this off air. <laughs> um, I haven't discussed. Yeah, I haven't thought about that yet. Don't worry. We'll put, you know what we do? We share the misery. We put you in the middle. We all enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah That's wouldn't all. care. She, she'd be a good sport about it. She's so small anyway. All uh, right, by the way, the I, got, I got totally taken advantage of. I did not do business select. I cheaped out and did this early bird stupid thing. A fifty nine and sixty. Oh, yeah. That's the problem when you're doing early bird. Anybody can pay for it, and then at the end, you're just like at the end of A's. You might as well have just not gotten. Yeah, yeah. You're a peasant. You're a peasant. Do you think Southwest is listening to this and they'll give it? They'll comp our seats or something? I'm gonna go on a limb and say no. All right, we've really divulged here to uselessness. We are done. That is Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Make sure you come say hello and check us out at the Fenway Sports Card Show. Saturday and Sunday, we will see you there. Or we won't see you there, and then we'll just talk to you next week and Monday. Goodbye. Sounds great. Goodbye.